Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Well, of course, every week on Jordan, Jesse, go, we talk about what? The Industrial Revolution, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the steam engine, the cotton gin. The mechanization of work and the impact it had, not just on the robber barons, sure, but on the common working man. Cogs, both literal and metaphorical. Exactly. These cogs, are... cogs, 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 cogs. Oh, man. So excited to talk cogs today. Boy, yeah. I mean, where do you want to start? Biggins? <laughs> Littlins? <laughs> and, of course, the metaphorical cogs that are the American workers. Yeah. I mean, I think I say let's do three segments. Great. Biggins, mm-hmm. first segment. Mm-hmm. Second segment. <laughs> do you remember ends. that uh, Biggins was the <laughs> yes, fictional, the fictional uh, Playboy analog that Al Bundy <laughs> yeah. read? Yes, ma'am. I remember that. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so the segments. Hold are... on. Do you think? Yeah. We have. <laughs> sorry, sorry to get away from the industrial revolution. Right. But can do I you just think tell, we... can I t- just tell you the three segments? Sure. Biggins, Biggins, Littlins, mm-hmm. and Tweeners. Love it. Okay, go ahead. Those are cogs that are tween. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tween biggins and little ones. Yeah. Do you think we have a listener out there who maybe like has worked for like an art department or is into showbiz memorabilia that can track down a copy of biggins <laughs> and we can maybe like hang it somewhere in the studio is just like a source of inspiration. Is it filled with actual pornography? I'm curious about that when when I mean probably not. I don't think there is any program and by the way, this week on the show, instead of doing the industrial revolution stuff, let's just talk about Good. whatever. Good. Okay. Thank so, you. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to be a wet blanket, but yeah, I'm happy to not talk about it. I don't think there is any program in the history of my lived experience mm-hmm. that more confuses me when I look back upon it, that I know <laughs> less of what to make of it. I don't know if Married with Children was some kind of brilliant satire, was just dumb, was a combination of those mm-hmm. things. I don't know. I like, I'm pretty sure... Ed O'Neill, in particular, is very funny. Should we bring our guest into this? Yeah, because he won't know anything about this show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our guest, David Fastido. <laughs> he might. I don't know. He's from another country. We yeah. can ask if they had this show. Yeah, Maybe they did. He's a, he's a writer on international waters and an international bon vivant visiting us from the great nation of London. His name is John Luke Roberts. Hi, John Luke. Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for having us. Um, Did did, uh, did the television program Married with Children air in the United Kingdom? Um, I think so. I've seen it. I've seen it. So I think it did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And you're right. uh, Baffling. One time I heard Katie Siegel, Mm -hmm. uh, the female lead of that program. Peg. uh, On Fresh Air. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about. Uh, she was talking about Sons of Anarchy, which mm-hmm. apparently she was on, and also her singing career. She's a beautiful singer, by yeah. the way. Um, and I thought, you know, this peg from Married with Children sure seems like a great lady. Yeah. Is she good? <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen Sons of Anarchy. 
Yeah. I don't uh, care to, frankly. Um, you know, and I think something that I learned as a kid watching Married with Children, and it was a show that we had to sneak. It was a sneak show for us. It was not allowed in the house. Can I just check? You may. The, Please. When the titles came up, yes. was it like married in a fancy font and then a kind of dripping with children? Yes. I think the with children like green was or slime. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. looking back, was a weird choice. Was it like a kachunk stamp? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A kachunk and then slime. So yeah. they, right? they've gone to the registry office, they've yeah. been registered married, mm-hmm. boom, and then haunted immediately. I yes, mean, <laughs> yes, and then the ectoplasm yeah. seeps in. John Luke, I don't know if you have children. I know that you mm-hmm. don't, Jordan, mm-hmm. but I can tell you. Well, I might. <laughs> <laughs> when they are delivered, sure. they're not not slimy. Okay. Oh, so you think that, that the slime in the Married with Children logo was afterbirth? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, that's why. Uh, in every oh, week on the, in the credit sequence, they eat the placenta. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, because they seemed like a you know working class Midwest family, right. but in fact they had a they had a little bit of a little bit of. Did they have one precociously adult child? They, okay, so the children I, were so there was Bud, who was a David horny Faustino. nerd. He was a right. horny was, nerd. What age was he meant to be? Because I, I remember sort of watching it and thinking, well, they're children, and then, then they're not. I don't know when I saw I it. ran yeah. for really many, this the other many like, years. Yeah, this was like when sitcoms ran for, I bet it was on for 15 years. It might have been on for 15 years. I agree, because it was like the first show on Fox. Yeah. It was literally the first show on sure. Fox, I think. And it ran for indefinitely thereafter. And so what you are remembering is that the two children, David Faustino and Christina Applegate, mm-hmm. were like 35 years old when the <laughs> show ended. They also had a dog whose thoughts you could hear. There was a lot of uh, weird did? there was a lot of weird shit in it. Yeah, there was a dog whose thoughts you can hear. They added a little kid late in it. Why do I feel like I have no retrospective understanding of what was going on on that show? Mm-hmm. I, yet I feel like with the same amount of memory of the show, I feel like I have a perfect understanding of what was going on on the no less weird Chris Elliott sitcom <laughs> Get a Life. Right. Like an episode where I remember there was an episode of Get a Life and I have not watched Get a Life since it was on television. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, I listened to the album Handsome Boy Modeling School a lot that samples mm-hmm. freely from it. But besides that, and I remember there was an episode where Chris Elliott and his dad had an alien that came and lived with them. <laughs> yeah. His th- name was like Blort or something. Sure. Uh, <laughs> we did not get Get a Life. Oh. Did you? Okay. So, so I mean, I think the, the, the main thing of, of Married with Children, here's, here's what I, why I think we weren't allowed to watch, is because there were so many put-downs. Mm. There were a lot of put-downs. It I was, mean, it is pro, it was profoundly vulgar, Sure, right? yeah, Like, that yeah. was its primary and yes, characteristic. Yes, and everyone hated each other. Did, did, you, did you guys have an analog in the UK? It seems like that is a, like, family who snipes at each other. I don't want to speak for you, but all creatures great and small, right? <laughs> The, the, the vet program. <laughs> yeah. It's about those it's about nasty, vet. dirty yeah. country veterinarians. Yeah, with, who, who hate their animals, and the animals hate them too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, no, and I, the crowd's always like, boo! I figure, because we have a reputation for the sort of nastier comedy, don't we? Yeah, I mean, it even seems when I, when I, when I reconsider Married with Children, it almost seems kind of British to me in a weird way. Yeah, I feel like, it like is it's about, like it is about it's about class more than American shows usually are. Isn't All in the Family a remake of a British show? I think it might be. I feel like the one of the reasons might be I think that 
I I think in a way that Married with Children was conceived as like almost a satire of All in the Family. I think I don't know why I know this, but one of the that originally Married with Children was going to be called Not the Cosby Show. That oh, was the boy. pitch. Yeah, which has changed, obviously. Though. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh, because it's got whites on it. <laughs> right. That's what I'm sure it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, that was a racial remark. Although, at the time. I, ironically, Lena Horne did appear on both The Cosby oh, Show and later Married fine. with Children, as did Dizzy Gillespie. I think something I I remember taking away from Married with Children as a kid, and it was, you know, one of those shows that we had to, like, you know, watch when, you know, the parents were out of the house or watch at a friend's house because, again, my parents were concerned with the put downs. Uh, and. You know, and oh, also we like we would we were big, you know, or I was a big Simpsons taper. And sometimes you'd get, you know, five minutes of Married with Children before the, you know, after your Simpsons that you've taped off the VCR. It's something I remember getting from Married with Children that I had never gotten from any other source before was that, oh, women can also be horny. <laughs> that, like, I feel like when when you're a kid and you were like watching stuff. Right. You know, in the late 80s, early 90s, the jokes about horniness were always about how horny men were and about how women had headaches or had to get up early. Right. Mm. And, uh, you know, a little bit about my growing up. Uh, you know, were extremely horny. <laughs> I was very, I was very horny. <laughs> but I, I grew up in the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> um, yeah. It was, you know, uh, uh, my parents did not have a great marriage and slept in separate beds for a long time. So I didn't get to see... Any kind of adult horniness up close? <laughs> you didn't have any modeling no, uh-uh. of, of healthy horniness. Hel- yes. And I think watching Married with Children where Peg was very horny uh-huh. and Al was not right. gave me a lot to chew on. Well, I think that watching why the effect that it had on me was uh, I don't think that if I had – let me put it this way. I think watching Married with Children – made it such that we set the conditions so that now as an adult I can only reach orgasm if I've had my tushy massage. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, Peg loved her tushy <laughs> massage. Sorry John to talk to talk indefinitely about this show that you didn't have in your country. I t- I'm uh it's it's fun to piece it together though from the information given. Yeah. To try and imagine it. Of course, um, Women Can Also Be Horny was the second proposed title for oh, Right. Oh, First of all, it yeah. was That's interesting. not the Cosby Show. Not the Cosby Show. Women Can, Women also, can be also Be Horny. And then they... Married with Children. Yeah. The main thing can I know... Can we make it slimier? Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> the main thing I feel like I know from talking to British comedy friends, such as John Luke, about American television as it went to uh, the UK mm-hmm. is that while they got friends about the same amount as we did... Uh, that Friends was a similarly big deal in the UK as it was in the United States. Uh, they they seem to view the Larry Sanders show and Seinfeld as equivalent because they like ran late at hour late at night mm-hmm. in what I can only presume was the BBC's Jew hour. <laughs> <laughs> it was they were on BBC Two one after another. Yeah. That on a is, Tuesday or Thursday night or something? Yeah, I mean, like, that is the most bizarre. Like, Seinfeld, the ma- amazing thing about Seinfeld. Uh, is that it was a monstrous hit. <laughs> that was also the very weird thing about Seinfeld, watching it, you go, well, this seems really niche. How is this this extraordinary I, success? I, even retrospectively, I can't put the pieces together in mm-hmm. my head. I think it was because it was before good or smart people had anything to watch besides PBS. Sure. And PBS is boring. Mm-hmm. It could be good, but it's almost always boring. 
And so the fact that there was a show, like it was like everybody was like, well, we better watch Seinfeld. Sure. Because if we don't have watch Seinfeld, we're not going to have anything to talk about. <laughs> right? Like if there's not a Woody Allen movie out right now, we are fucked. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much how it worked. Um, yeah, no, I think it. I think it is one of those things like like Game of Thrones is now, to where a you know it has enough stuff in it to where if you're you know an undiscerning person who just watches whatever, you can enjoy the dragons and the violence. But there's you know there's kind of a highfalutin tone that your TV person can latch. Yeah, into. if you fancy, you can enjoy the incest. Yes, you're exactly <laughs> something for everyone. Yeah. Do you? Yes, do you like swordplay? It's got it. <laughs> Yeah, I you think like brother on sister. With Seinfeld, it's like, do you enjoy the kind of high comedy of adding extraordinary se- stakes to perfectly mm-hmm. ordinary situations? And that, you know, if you're if you're a fancy pants comedy snob like us, that works. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a fancy pants comedy sl- snob, you can still enjoy the kind of low grade buzz of racism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The subtle notes. Yeah. <laughs> The mouthfeel of the racism. Oh, so that's what Puerto Ricans are like. (laughs) I wonder where Poppy is from. (laughs) Exactly. No one says. Um, John, I was surprised when we were just... Oh, do you prefer John or John Luke, by the Uh, way? John Luke. Okay, I'll do John Luke. Um, JL, is that good? JL works. Great. uh, I was surprised when we were doing our kind of pre-show chatting that Mm. you... uh, I I asked if you were doing, you know, showbiz meetings and gigs, and you Mm. said you weren't doing that much. You were here for uh, purely vacational purposes. Yeah. Um, and I was flattered that you decided to come do this thing. Yeah, well, I need some way of making this tax deductible. So, oh, okay. <laughs> this is a, so. Right now, we're in a home office. Yeah, <laughs> got it. <laughs> what are you doing with your American vacation, uh, other than some light podcasting? That's, oh, I'm I'm um, I'm enjoying the weather. Yeah, I'm having a Thanksgiving. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that yeah, that's sounds exciting. Yeah. What are the circumstances? I go to. My friend's Thanksgiving. But, I mean, did you come here because your your friend was like, I'm having an American Thanksgiving. I, you there. should fly 6,000 no, miles. it was completely uh, – it was um, absolutely coincidental. Are, I mean, I guess it's the same time every year. Right. Yeah. Same date? Uh, same date? What is it, the last Thursday I think it's the last November? Thursday, yeah. It's one of those. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, so that – just sort of happened. Are you? Are you? Is it something you you're looking forward to? Do you have Do you have a concept of Thanksgiving in your mind? Uh, what do you expect to happen? Have you seen Home for the Holidays? <laughs> <laughs> I think at Thanksgiving, um, uh, a group of people get together with different comic characteristics, and, <laughs> yes, and yes. one of them gets their head stuck in a turkey. <laughs> of course, going to be a going to be a hard boiled cop, and then there's going to be a rookie. Yeah. yeah. And they're not going to get along at first. John Luke, to be clear, you are not actually thinking of Thanksgiving. You are thinking of Mr. Bean. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have seen that. Yeah. That'll be it then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I bought the flights now. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. I just got the VHS. Sure. <laughs> so what are your what are your preconceived notions about what's going down at this Thanksgiving? Have you, have you been given a heads up? So don't worry about offending us. Uh, we I don't like things. There's a very large table of people. Yep. Right. Um, there will be a turkey, probably. Yep. There's um, uh, so, or, there's then bowls of things. 
mm-hmm. like maybe uh, sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I know the word s'mores, and I think it might be a camping thing. <laughs> yeah, but I think it also might be something that you have at Thanksgiving. I don't think. So. Oh, that's fun. That would be fucking awesome if you had yeah, s'mores. Yeah, I mean that's great. S'mores are really good. Yeah, it so is, is more that, of a camping a, thing. Okay, I don't know. What a Thanksgiving, how that would be prepared. Traditionally prepared around the campfire. You may be getting confused because there is, there are definitely preparations, particularly of sweet potatoes, that involve marshmallows. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because apparently sweet potatoes plus like brown sugar or whatever you put in there, not sweet enough. Yeah. So, so um, top it with a layer of So of marshmallows mallow. are involved yeah. in s'mores. Yeah. 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 Okay. Marshmallows are central to s'mores. Oh, okay. You know what might be good? You know what might be good? What might be good? A sweet potato s'more? Does that sound like that would be terrible? I envisioned it. I envisioned graham cracker. Yeah. Layer of sweet potato. Yeah. Hershey. Yeah. Mallow. Yeah. Cracker two. Yeah. Is That's that good. That might be. That could that be good. Might be um, good. Could we get some cured meat in that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So okay. So we're going cracker, cracker one ham ham pastrami. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was more of a pastrami thing. I was thinking. Yeah, like yeah. You wanted to be sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like an Italian or a Spanish. What about like a <laughs> what about like a Korean blood sausage? <laughs> sure. If you wanted, if you wanted these to be fusion, can I just check instead or as I love well? fusion? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. It's dead end as well. (laughs) Okay, so s'mores, we're drilling down in here. Are you going to uh, someone's family Thanksgiving or uh, what is sometimes known as a Friendsgiving? Ah, I was just, my uh, my Lyft driver here used the phrase Friendsgiving. Oh, sure. So I've just learned that. It's like Thanksgiving, but you've got friends there. (laughs) Yeah. Monica, Ross, Rachel, a monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eventually a black person. Sure, yeah. Well, very briefly. Yeah, not brief. one of the central, uh, not one of the central club. No, but she's been a guest on this show, sure, so sure, yeah. let's not speak ill of her. And Tom Selleck, of her. I was really slurring. The God, I would yeah, love to get Tom Selleck on this <laughs> yeah. show. You were making a comment about. <laughs> don't misinterpret me. lack of. What's your problem with Aisha in... Tyler? I have no problem with. I wish it had been six Aisha Tylers. Yeah, that would be a dope show. I would Thank watch you. that. You know what? Thank Let's you. remake Multiplicity. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one you went to, huh? And Beetlejuice. <laughs> and Birdman. <laughs> and Batman. Yes. And Batman Returns. Every Michael Keaton role. Yeah. Okay, so so okay, so it's a friendsgiving. That's good because the stakes will be lower. You don't have to worry about someone's grandma. There will be okay. no actual stakes, by the way. It'll oh, probably just okay. be turkey, maybe a ham. So we're looking at so we're looking at turkey, yeah. sweet potatoes. You've got two so far. Yeah, that's as far as you've got turkey, sweet potatoes. I imagine there's some greenery. But maybe with sugar in. Would there be like broccoli with sugar? Would you do that? Yes, we have, we have something called caramel green beans. Okay, great. <laughs> it's Fantastic. green beans with a layer of salted caramel on it. Uh, no, yeah, I think you are correct in that. In that, in traditional Thanksgiving stuff is right. A a kind of a a a layer of not good for you has been added to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think your traditional uh, Thanksgiving greenery would probably be green be- green beans. Was the one at our house. Um, you know, maybe a little salad uh, or a, or a Brussels sprout. I feel like I've seen a lot. Yeah, that would be. I nice. didn't know they. So. Do, you, do you have that here? We do have those. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's just they that you quite... have only those. I know. I can't. I don't know why anyone would take them of all of our culture. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're very good uh, when when cooked properly. But yeah, the yeah, but I... cooked properly means cooked with little bits of bacon or something other than Brussels sprouts. Yes, yes. Cooking yeah, okay, it with fine. something that would be that would be good <laughs> that if would be the Brussels sprouts weren't in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think when I hear about uh, families like. 
I think my family, well, for one thing, because my parents were divorced since I was very young and I lived 3,000 miles from the rest of my family, I grew up always going to someone else's Thanksgiving in some capacity or other. But when I hear about people's kind of longstanding family traditions, I feel like one weird function of the traditional menu stuff mm-hmm. is it really is the last vestige of Betty Crocker cookbooks from 1958. Like those like marshmallow-based vegetable right, sure. dishes and stuff. Like somebody's like, well, we got to have that. Like we got to have that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, okay, okay, okay. No, it was really, yeah, well, we put – Chocolate chip cookie. We put a layer of chocolate chip cookie dough yeah. over the green beans. <laughs> it's a green called a green bean casserole. Sure. We gently lift up the dough. Yep. We throw the beans away. <laughs> yeah. We After. replace them with Cool Whip. Yeah. Uh, we are a uh, – we're a – we eat a little early I and mean, we do a movie. Uh, the movie is uh, usually a little bit of a tough thing to negotiate um, you know, you have a mom, sister, stepdad, maybe a couple of friends from, you know, somewhere. And I'm just – and I always think about that movie about a week in advance. I'm always kind of like planning my suggestion. I'm like, I need to make a case for the one I want to see because if not – I mean not now, but there was a time when I'm like, fuck, if I don't do a good job with this, I'm just going to end up at a twilight. I'm just right. going to end up at a twilight and there's nothing I can do about it. I don't know what the if, – if there is an equivalent of a twilight out now, but – if there's a good chance that if I don't hit the ground running on this movie suggestion, I'm going to end up at whatever that is. Right. Um, I don't think I don't think we would do Fifty Shades of Grey, but I mean, if I don't have a good enough <laughs> suggestion, it <laughs> might happen. It might happen. I can't imagine a worse torture than to be trapped in that room with your mom. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> While she's swooning. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm just I'm I'm I'm, I'm racking my brain. I'm like, what? What Thanksgiving movie can I stump for? And I'm like, fuck, is that Emma Stone tennis movie out of theaters? That's perfect. That's fucking Emma Stone tennis movie is oh, just yeah. out of theaters. And it would be such a good like middle of the road. Everyone can enjoy this. It's a little classy for the people who want something to be a little classy. I'll probably like it. It's not based off a YA series. Anyway, I've gone to a number of for Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving's at. With my wife and her Mm. relatives. And uh, as a general rule, I get along royally with all Mm. of my wife's family. Um, And they're all awesome. And Mm. so like that particular part of it, like the part where you're like, oh, I'm at my in-laws, has Mm -hmm. never been an issue for me. However, they're – despite living, you know, 15 miles from where I grew up or whatever, culturally very distant – and one of the main things that they like to do on Thanksgiving is exercise. Oh yeah, <laughs> Just squat thrusts. Oh, I was. I, no, I'm. I'm. That's not normal, is it? <laughs> no. Even John Luke Even knows like that's it, not yeah, appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I. We went one time to a to a a running event mm. in the morning before a Thanksgiving. Trot. A turkey trot. Yeah, that, that's a. I mean, that's that's a thing that, that has a name. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell turkey trots across this great nation something. Mm-hmm. Stick it up your ass, turkey trot. Oh boy, that's the last thing I want. In th- Stick it up your ass with cornbread. They're like, you can walk if you want. To. I'm like, that's not the issue here. It's not that I. <laughs> I mean, I can't run that long. Mm-hmm. 
But that's not my objection. <laughs> to be clear, there's no way I could run that long. Oh, so I'm have to definitely run. walking. No, it's it's a fun run. Okay. We're looking at a, probably a 5K. But were you expected to participate or just watch? I was, yes. No, I was absolutely. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was registered. I got a T-shirt. Mm. With a pink cartoon of a turkey in running shoes. Oh, that sounds cute. They don't usually wear shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I have a friend who uh, I was uh, – I had a little coffee this morning with a buddy who works at Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. And, you know, she was telling me all about Trader Joe's around Thanksgiving. Big time for them. Uh, do you get Trader Joe's? It's a kind of absolutely a... not. No. Oh, okay, it is oh, a. This is a great. This is a great grocery chain that refuses to sponsor our program. Yeah, despite us talking about Many them, certainly a lot of... in the early days. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a nice grocery chain. They have all their own branded stuff, so you don't see like brands. It's I think in certain places it's like where hippies would shop, but okay. it's a little more normalized. Thank actually. you very much. I think I understand it very niche. well now. I, I really yeah, there's a, a, a lot of specialty foods, but very reasonably priced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what I. That's what great. I imagined. And she said that this one year they had these turkey stickers for all the employees to uh-huh. wear. Instead of saying gobble gobble, they said gooble gooble. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, I know it was a typo. I know it was a typo. They said that it wasn't. And then the next year, they had more Google Google <laughs> stickers printed up. And so everyone was wearing these Google Google stickers. Very... And then she's like, and this year, finally, they stopped getting them. Someone just – and she's like, we all miss the Google Google stickers. Very close to Goebbels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah, don't play with those vowel sounds. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. You're like, God damn it, these say Goebbels. They're supposed to say Gehring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't have any seasonal stickers that remind someone of a particular Nazi. I think is a good rule of thumb. Or generic. Or ge- <laughs> I would I would love to I I want mm. to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Always. I always sure. want to go to the movies. My my dad uh will go I mean literally when my grandmother was on her deathbed mm-hmm. uh, may she rest in peace when my grandmother was on her deathbed my dad was there and spent a lot of time with her I want to be clear and my wife and I were there with her and um, she said where did where did Lee go is my father's mm-hmm. name I said oh I think he I think he snuck out and went, and went to a movie and she said yes he does love to go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the most generous and perceptive mm. thing she'd ever said yeah. in her life towards my father. And like, uh, yeah, like my dad would, would go to the movies in any circumstance. My wife's family, I don't think they even – I think that you could pick between my sister-in-law, my mother-in-law, and my father-in-law. My brother-in-law might, might be different, but mm-hmm. – between the, between the lot of them, I don't think they could name their favorite movie. Yeah. I think they would have a hard time naming a movie they've watched. Although I would of. say like between people is probably the hardest circumstances to name a favorite movie. That's true. That's true. Yeah. No, they don't have – I, I would suggest they could each pick their own if they'd like. Mm. Um, but they, their idea – they like – their idea of going to a movie is to enter something called nature and walk in it. Mm, sure, sure. Which is repellent to me. Mm-hmm. Just sickening. It's the, the plot's very poor. Yeah, it is. It's so boring. Third act, yeah. third act problems. Oh, yeah, I think real, they say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like you know. You know. Did you see that uh, movie uh, or hear about that movie, The Butterfly Effect, with Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? 
It going sounds into, like it's about nature. Going into nature. You think it's just going to be butterflies <laughs> yeah. and Ashley Kutcher explaining, you know, their mating habits and well, life cycle. Here's the thing. It's a, it's a really – it's a fascinating film. It's mm-hmm. a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Going into nature is like the butterfly effect if there was no effect Right, just butterflies. Just, there's just a butterfly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a snooze. Flip, flap, flop, the end. <laughs> yeah. You know? Give me a break. I'm that, ready to... I I'm, think the flop of that, 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 that's a butterfly at least dying, isn't it? Flip, that flap, is. So there flop. is so a there little is bit a, of arc. So you, yeah. yeah, so you get to see kind of their whole life cycle play out. That's interesting. I is, I'm, gonna, I'm hoping to watch some... Uh, I'm having uh, Thanksgiving at my cabin mm-hmm. this year. My mom's going to come down. And I, my fingers are crossed that I will get to watch a few films on VHS. That that's that's what I aspire to. Sure. My kids have been really into watching Flight of the Navigator lately. Oh, yeah. That's a – yes. Oh, you – Luke. <laughs> it's a reference I understand. I've seen that. You made a – you made a – Gif-worthy reaction. Yeah. That's like when Bay mentions Flight of the Navigator and it's John Luke going, <gasps> I, had, I recorded that off the yeah. TV on VHS. And, and when Bay again, says yeah. she eats the booty. Go ahead. I can't remember it, but I remember the feeling. Of right. I remember being scared by it as a kid. You know, I'll say this for uh, Flight of the Navigator. I assumed – I also loved it as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I assumed that it would be terrible. Mm-hmm. No, it's not that terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a perfectly plays. It's got uh, Pee Wee Herman's in it. Oh, okay. Uh, the the spaceship is played by Pee Wee Herman. Oh. <laughs> um, so, uh, that's, I remember a scene where Sarah Jessica Parker explains Twisted Sister to the kid? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. That seems, Motley Crue? That seems right. There's an extended. The movie opens with, and I'm, I don't think that I'm exaggerating, Ten minutes of dog frisbee. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes of dog frisbee. And they, I think they had just invented dog frisbee. Sure. And so if I had just – it's sort of like how that one James Bond movie opened with that extended parkour sequence. Sure, yeah. Just like whatever is hot. <laughs> yeah. Someone had just heard about parkour and they're right. like, we should put this in our James Bond movie. This will be a good, good opener. I don't know if you guys have made it to Justice League yet, but the first 10 minutes is just the Flash playing with fidget spinners. <laughs> <laughs> it looks – it's really cool. Looks but you could cool, tell yeah. like they were like, all right, what are the kids into? Yeah. But I, I think – I don't know what a family movie that I want to watch with my children is. Um, most family movies are bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to just like, oh, I just want to watch some VHSs. You probably snag some early Pixars. Yeah. Some early Toy Stories, Bugs Life. Those are, those, I do have those. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been watched so many times. Uh, those are wonderful movies, mm-hmm. um, especially uh, Toy Story, Toy sure. Story Two, uh, which we have both of. Those are both fantastic. Um, we actually, I recently got, I'm, I'm got uh, Finding Nemo recently on VHS. On VHS, I think that must be one of the last, uh, sure. one of the last VHSs there on the old Pixar. But um, yeah, those are wonderful. But we've just seen them too many times. Yeah, we saw a movie called Fly Away Home with J- Jeff Daniels. Okay, uh, that was quite good. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, you know, it's not like. It's just like nice, you know. Um, have I misremembered, or is it about geese? Yeah, exactly. It's about a it's about a dad who's an a sad dad who's an inventor, and his daughter who's a Anna Paquin, mm-hmm. and uh, Anna Paquin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anna Paquin type. Sorry, excuse me, <laughs> and Anna Paquin. Anna, yeah, I'm a, so sorry. Yeah. A, uh, Anna Paquin, <laughs> and they teach some geese to migrate by building a fly a giant flying bird. 
That sounds nice. It is yeah. really nice. It yeah. is a really, it is a lovely, it's a lovely little film. It sounds, the, it sounds very know. Canadian. Now, I'll tell you this. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Jesse, isn't Dr. Doolittle good? I remember that being good from childhood. No, that is a terrible movie. You're talking about the Eddie Murphy one or the original? The original. Yeah. That's also, awesome. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is just yeah, a sure. snooze. Oh, <laughs> it's so boring. I loved it so much. I think I just liked the idea of a flying car, and that was enough to take me through this three-hour movie. Yeah. Most old movies only have one thing that happened. Yeah. We're very spoiled now. So many things happen in movies. Well, there was an intermission also. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just- Well, you went to the lobby and bought a fried egg or something. Yeah. I mean, I saw Thor recently. I think you could make an argument that's six movies in a row. I was watching Thor, (laughs) and there's a- there's a part, of, you know. There's the big battle at the end, and uh, there's it cuts to the Hulk fighting a dog in a river, and I'm like, oh, I forgot that was happening. Like, <laughs> just somewhere, oh, in between all this other shit, the Hulk is fighting a giant dog. So much stuff happens in movies now. They're so chocked with stuff. Yeah, anyway. at least Thor had those funny parts. Yeah, I like our. Uh, you know what? I think I I like our modern stuff filled movies. Really? Yeah. In general. I get a little bored, mm-hmm. uh, but I did really like how Thor had all the – I felt like mm-hmm. I had never – I don't think I – I feel like I had never seen one of those movies where I had actually thought the funny parts were funny. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I thought the funny parts were garbage or something. They're more just like a like – a, like, yeah, yeah, we said a fun thing. Sure. You like this guy who's saying stuff, right? Yeah, whereas, like, I when I was watching Thor, a number of times I, like, laughed loudly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought it was great fun. You know what I would, you know what movie I would like to watch? If you were going na- to narrow Thor down to one movie, it's just when Jeff Goldblum is projected in 3D on the front of that giant building and he's just making just he's finished talking Mm -hmm. but he's still gesticulating Mm -hmm. he's doing kind of like a Balinese dance (laughs) of gesticulations I was talking to somebody about that and they're like oh like like Jeff Goldblum was doing that weird character and I'm like I don't think he was I think maybe he didn't know he was in a movie. <laughs> that could just be someone that. secretly filming Jeff Goldblum and then CGIing the world around him. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, yeah, I I had I honestly like, and I'm gonna uh, you know I don't want to upset people, but there was a part of me that had gotten to the point where I was like, is are you know, like people too into Jeff Goldblum because. He can't be this great. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I like Jeff Goldblum, sure. too, you sure. know, but, you know, I like Steve Buscemi. I like all weird character <laughs> actors, <laughs> right. you know? And I think they're great, mm-hmm. you know? It's not that I have a problem with them. I like Michael Keaton, you know? I think I like all these guys, but I don't know if he needs to be this. And then I saw that, and I was like, I guess Jeff Goldblum's the greatest person in <laughs> world history. I don't know. Uh, uh, this is this will be a little, this will this is a little podcast crossover. Yeah. But um I saw our buddy Elliot Kalen from the Flop House. Oh, our friend Elliot Kalen from the Smash It podcast The Flop House, huh? And he uh and I was like I told him that thing about Thor. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I was watching it and then you know, the Hulk's fighting that dog and you forget that it's happening." And then he corrected me and told me the dog's name. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. 
fucking best day of my life. I like that that dog just Elliot's the like... guy who knows that stuff. He's yeah. a guy who will know the name of the dog the Hulk is fighting, even if they didn't say it in the movie. Right, thank you. Yes. The dog in... Oh, thank you for filling me in on all these American references. <laughs> yeah. The dog in Thor is like as realistic look. There's a giant dog mm. in Thor. I cannot remember this giant dog. Let's get so much like, other stuff happened in the movie. It goes up and down the rainbow bridge. It it's Did it he have fights. three heads? No, one just head. Just one. Just one, one head. head. It's the dog sidekick dog. of the bad guy, mm-hmm. right? The bad lady. Yes. Anyway, this dog First of all, I can't remember the dog. Do you remember the movie Willow? <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> this dog is as convincing as a giant dog as those little tiny guys were as tiny guys in <laughs> Willow. Like I feel like they just shot a dog on a green screen and said, "You know, we don't really need to use all that com- all that technology we've got. Let's just shoot it from below <laughs> and stretch it out by hand." <laughs> yeah. It'd be good if you heard its thoughts, like in Married with Children, wouldn't it? Oh, John Luke Roberts. Kind of a mopey voice. Laying in the cut. Mm -hmm. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Hey, we've got a sponsor on this week's program. Thank God my children will eat. <laughs> it's Away, makers of first-class luggage at a coach price. Ooh, a coach price. Does that mean it's affordable? It means it's affordable. The Away bags and accessories make for the perfect gift with their lifetime guarantee and a 100-day free trial. Jesse, I have myself. Did you know I have an away bag? I did not know that you got an away bag. I got an away bag, and, and you're and you're a road warrior, Jordan. Sure, I mean, you were on the you were flying on short notice a million places for years and years and years and years in your old TV job, and you're an avid traveler now. Sure, and and the away bag is great because it is the perfect size for the trip that's not that long. Like if you're going for in a couple of days, this away bag is terrific, and it it rolls so smoothly. I I. I'm not proud to admit this. Yeah. But you have to amuse yourself when you live alone. Yeah. I had my away bag and I was testing the wheels. Yeah. And they were smooth. Yeah. And I, they were so smooth that I yes. could do a little yes. ballet around the living room, <laughs> dancing with my away bag as my partner. Oh, away bag's balletic. It takes, it takes corners. It it stops. It starts. It's so smooth. So much smoother than other suitcases I've had. So if you're... If you like to roll it around, get that away bag. Did you know that they also charge USB devices? God, that's so convenient. It's so often I I cannot find a place to charge my stuff while I'm traveling. Yeah. Let's say you're in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, for instance. And you're uh, well, I, well, I don't know where the, I don't know where the USB plugs are in Abu Dhabi. I hardly know where they are in my own home, Jean-Luc. <laughs> A single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your iPhone five times. Wow. Okay, we've got a special offer for Jordan Jesse Go listeners. For $20 off a suitcase, go to awaytravel.com slash jjgo. That's awaytravel.com slash jjgo. And use the code jjgo at checkout. Yeah. If you're going somewhere during the holidays, get yourself an Away bag. Uh, if you want to get on the Jumbotron for Jordan Jesse Go, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. We'll share your personal or business message. And 
I will mention to Jordan Jesse Go listeners that we still have a free shipping code for the Put This On shop. Mm. This is the shoppingest time of year. This is the giftingest time of year. And so at the Put This On shop, which is my very own uh, vintage uh, clothing, home goods, accessories, and gift items shop, uh, we have put together lists of gifts at various price levels, under $25, under $50, and under $100. It basically guarantees that you will find something you love, the perfect gift, at the Put This On Shop. Uh, we also have a section of gifts for her, mm. in case you think the Put This On Shop is just for dude stuff. Well, you are sorely mistaken, you asshole. <laughs> you fucking misogynist All asshole. right, all right. Leave the straw man alone. Okay. <laughs> Go to putthisonshop.com and you can use the code TUPPIES for all my tuppies to get free shipping on almost everything in the entire shop. It's putthisonshop.com. And the code is Tuppies. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. John Luke Roberts, I've got a nickname. Yeah, he sure <laughs> does, boy. folks. Does he ever. He sure does, folks. John Luke, you have been writing on international waters for a few months now. Yes. Um, are there The premise of international waters is a clash between uh, societies. Mm-hmm. If you can call them that. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, uh, what have you learned about American popular culture from your your colleague, Riley Silverman, mm-hmm. uh, or from working on the show that you did not previously know? Oh. Well, uh, the main thing is you, you guys take much, much less interest in our culture than the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's been a real eye-opener. Sure. That's been humbling. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I was just I was just listening to Stop Podcasting Yourself today. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to our friends mm-hmm. at Stop Podcasting Yourself. And they started talking about a once in a while they'll talk about Canadian rock bands mm-hmm. which are very popular in Canada, I guess. Sure. And uh, we, I don't think we even still have rock bands, do we? <laughs> yeah, no. well, we have Imagine Dragons. They're kind of sure. rock adjacent. They have a guy but... with a guitar that's kind of in the corner. Yeah, mostly I think it's just still Michael Stipe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, like they started talking about Canadian rock bands, and I thought, you know, I bet Dave and Graham know at least something about all of my cultural reference points. Mm-hmm. And I don't know or care about this at all. <laughs> like, yeah, I think uh, – isn't that Robbie Williams is a famous English person, right? Yes. Didn't he move to America just because he just wanted to live somewhere where he could be rich but not famous? Oh, very possibly. Yeah, I think – And more UFOs. I thought he tried to break too. America yeah. and it didn't quite work. There's yeah, a no, question I... about Robbie Williams in the upcoming episode of International Wars. Yeah. Spoiler alert. No. What if you could... By which I mean in January. <laughs> <laughs> what is a British thing that we need to get on right now? What's a British thing that are like, hey, Americans, oh, get yeah. a load of this. Like I watched this television show on Netflix, Detectorists. I thought, this is a nice show. Yeah. I don't know what he told me about this. Yeah, it's very good. Um, what else? I watched I Toast watched of London and things. thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's fun, isn't it? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Um, it's a Matt Berry show, right? Oh. Fleabag. Have you watched Fleabag? Oh, yeah. We got Fleabag. I watched a couple of Fleabags and yeah, thought it was great. Fleabag's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. 
A very funny episode in a in a, in a, in a, in a retreat. Mm. Does Toast of London include? Does Matt Berry act like a real, normal human being in it? No, it's a it's oh, yeah. Okay. It takes place in a crazy cartoon world. <laughs> got it's it. very funny. Got it. Yeah, yeah. He plays. He does Matt Berry. Yeah, got it. Matt but Berry's so around. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's a good thing though? A good thing. I think we've said them all. <laughs> well, yeah. We don't. We've not got much money in our entertainment industry. That's really. We've made three things in the last ten yeah. years. Yeah, fair enough. That's no, not sure bad. Could, I'm sure I could think of things. That's not bad. How about we do this? We take some calls. Yeah. And we we reserve a little time. Yeah. For a British thing plug. Yeah. At the end. Do you do you realize we've plugged more British things than John Lucas? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Detectorist is very nice. Surprisingly <laughs> emotional. Yeah. Surprisingly emotionally credible. I found myself moved by it. When something momentous happens to you, like you're uh, moved by a sitcom created by uh, the other guy from The Office, and not the other guy, not the not the other guy from The Office. That'd be Stephen Merchant, right? The other other guy, McKen- guy F- Mackenzie Crook. Mackenzie Crook. Oh yeah, sure. From uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, we ask you to. Call us uh, at 206-984-4FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Let's find out what momentous has happened to you. Hi, uh, this is David from Dallas, Texas. I'm calling with a momentous occasion. Can you pause Uh, it for a second, Brian? Uh, I just want to say that I felt like when David from Dallas hit the line... You know, when he heard that beep and started talking, mm-hmm. he hit it with such a sincere warmth that my cockles are red hot right yeah. now. He my... is not neglecting the cockles. <laughs> no, my cockles are sizzling <laughs> right now. Oh, they are, they are, you might, you know, dunk them in habanero peppers. They wouldn't get any hotter, my cockles, right now, because they've been so warm. Let's hope he keeps it going. By David from Dallas, Texas. That's just, that's America, baby. Mm. We love, we love Mm. people. Mm. We Mm. love saying hi. Mm. We love shaking hands. Mm. It may be insincere, but it certainly leaves you happy. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That's our our new (laughs) t-shirt. It's our iTunes description. Anyway. Near home. uh, Go back to the beginning. I, I need to feel it again. Hi, uh, this is David. Hi, David. Texas. I'm calling with a momentous occasion. Uh, I'm at a park uh, near home and uh, just hanging out, normal day. There's a pretty large birthday party, but off in the distance, over in the plague, over off by the baseball field, is a gentleman practicing his whips. That's right. He's got one whip in each hand, and he's cracking them as loudly as he possibly can, doing his tricks with them. So, thought you guys might be interested to know that. Thanks. Fucking dope. A whippist. Whipper. You think that's what they a call it? I believe they're called. Whip- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's doing he's doing whippets and whipping in the park. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a cool that's a cool like thing to be into, you know? How do you think he's whipping? Um yeah. probably whipping it good. <laughs> it's not too late. Yeah. Probably it seems like the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. It's not too late. I was going to say he's whipping it well, and of course that's not the words. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Although there's a, there might have been a UK edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hard to say. Whip it well. Whip it really well. <laughs> <laughs> when a quandary comes along. 
<laughs> we ask that you whip it. Whip it well. <laughs> we ask Ooh, you baller. whip it. We ask that you whip it. Uh, I would love to see a guy whipping in the park. Two hands, too. Double whips. Double whips. What do you think? He, what do you think he could do with a whip? If you're good at whipping, what do you think you can do with that thing? I mean, bottle off somebody's head. You know, apple off somebody's head. Right. Whipping something off a head. Right. I think that's like the ultimate whip trick. I think. I don't think it. It's not possible, is it? But they do do. In, you see it in in made up things. Yes. They're wrapping the whip around Fiction. something. Oh like, yeah. yeah. And then yanking it, it or, toward you. Yeah. Or pulling it. Yeah. yeah. That does not seem like that could happen. Well, no, how would you get it? Like, I I can see you you whip it and it wraps. Mm-hmm. The old whip and you wrap. swing, but I feel like when you get to the end of the swing, it you unravels. just swing back because it's still wrapped. Well, what and you then need... you fall. You kind of pendulum into the middle, and eventually it unwraps and you fall to your death. You need a series of mm-hmm. very sticky whips. Got so it. You get it on, oh, and then you just let it go. You swing, you let Is go. Is this what in England get another whip out. they call a sticky whip? It. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, you, so maybe that's why he's double whipping. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's – yeah, I guess maybe that's that's part of Indiana Jones that we didn't see is him like applying a glue stick to the whips before he goes out treasure yeah. hunting. So it's it's like, best to use the kind that's purple because then you can tell where you've already put glue. Yeah. <laughs> that's my recommendation to Indiana so Jones. Double glue in your whips. Do you think these were standard whips or a braided whip? What now? Yeah. You can braid a whip? Yeah, I think a, bra- a whip could be braided. It has multiple uh, little tentacles at the end. I was envisioning a spike whip. (laughs) Oh, I like that. Anyway, that's easier to catch on things because the spikes can bury themselves in things. Right. Flesh, trees, you know. You know spikes, man. (laughs) They're always getting somewhere. Can I tell you frankly? Please. I like a guy that goes out in the park and does a thing. No, I'm really, <laughs> like in, I'm really, in the middle of a really clearing, this guy. like in the middle of a clearing, like I doesn't like I don't want it to be traumatic to children. No, right. But other than that, I mean, like a guy with a model rocket. There is more of a there. Now you mention it, there is an inherent threat in a guy with whips as opposed to a guy with pretty much anything <laughs> You're else. Right. Like, it's, like there's if a he menace to, to it. Start isn't whipping there? people. Yeah. Yeah, spoken like a guy who I, – I grew up in a tough urban neighborhood. I've been robbed at Rocket Point. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Get one of those Etzels or whatever. Oh, yeah. Put an <laughs> eye out. Brand of Etzel. I don't know. I might, my daughter got one of these things where uh, – or I got at the thrift store one of these things where you connect a hose to a, a two-liter soda bottle and then you pump it full of air and then it goes – it's fucking great. Oh, totally. That shit's yeah, fucking tremendous. Mm-hmm. I don't even. There's a guy who uh, flies a drone off the hill near my house, mm-hmm. and it it makes a cacophonous noise. It terrifies my pets, mm-hmm. and I think he's just trying to see me naked or whatever. <laughs> sure. Like I can't think of a good reason. He for has him a. To be doing he has this. the podcast version of Mr. Skin. But like, I can't blame him because I think. I, yeah, I'd love to be up there on that hill fucking flying a thing off of it. Droning, that seems great. Around. You see a guy with a trick uh, – you see a guy with a trick kite? Yeah. You know, with two, with two handles and he can make it doing swoops? You know what I think the ultimate is? Guy who's doing disco roller skating. Yeah, that's really good. I, uh, I for for a while, had a morning hike that I did every morning mm-hmm. and would always pass the same old man brushing the same long-haired cat at a picnic table. <laughs> yeah. It was really good. 
Yeah, that's great. I don't know how the cat got out there. You know, I think the answer is this Thanksgiving, instead of just going to a movie, get out there in nature. Get that's out what there I'm in nature. <laughs> now, nah, please, go, go see the Emma Stone tennis movie. Tell me how it is. <laughs> I bet it's pretty good. Let's take our next call. Hey, uh, Jordan, Jesse, uh, this is Arthur. I just uh, got out of the psych ward over the weekend. I met a lot of really nice people, and I got my mind right. And the hardest part about being in there was not uh, having podcasts to listen to. So I'm glad I'm on the outside. I'm glad I'm feeling better, and I'm glad I get to listen to you guys. Love the show. Thanks. Arthur, that might be generous of you to say that was the hardest part of being in the psych ward. (laughs) Yeah. He also, you know, there's there's other challenges related to being in the psych ward. I imagine I've never been, but congratulations to you, sir. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Arthur. Nothing wrong with going to the psych ward when you need to get a little tune up. Get in there. Yes, you're you're, uh, you're headed the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not you're not driving your boat. Get in there in that psych ward. Can I just on a quibble? Yeah. Any, can you drive a boat? Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> like, will you sail a boat? Yeah, you sail. Sorry, not... I, I should I should correct myself for your benefit because you're British. Thank you. Uh, uh, in America, a boat is what you would call a lorry. Hmm. Ah, right. Yep. Sorry. No. You can drive. You can then drive a boat. Maybe no. the distinction is how the boat is powered. So mm-hmm. you probably sail a sailboat, but if a boat is a motorboat, then you probably drive it. I'm driving one right now. No, I'm, you're I'm not. Showing you no, how I you're would not drive driving one. a boat. I'm driving and that a boat would be right reckless. now. You're <laughs> turning the steering wheel like a. <laughs> All right. All right. Yes, that's look what at me. Is. I'm driving a boat. Oh, there's a water skier behind me. No, don't. hang on, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, <laughs> why is there a water skier behind a lorry? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's probably got some roller skates or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Congratulations to this. Yeah, congratulations to this psych ward dude. I think anybody, uh, so you know, the psych ward can be the psych ward can be tough, especially because it comes in when you're in your toughest parts of your life. Yes, um, and uh, I am. Uh, I am proud of anybody who uh, goes through that experience and uh, comes out feeling better. That is a that is an awesome thing that you have done for yourself and your family and people who love you. Yeah, totally. And congrats on not getting thrown in that Arkham Asylum. Jeez, have you I seen this know. place? Oh, this place seems like trouble. Oh, to be honest, it, it seems like you also get out of Arkham Asylum very easily. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, to be they fair, they need something to happen. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Pretty easy to break out. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey everyone, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos, here to tell you about Story Break, a writer's room podcast where every week we, the Hollywood geniuses behind Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Thrill as we weave the tragic tale of Jar Jar, a Star Wars story. We're going to double down on everything that made the prequels great. Jar Jar, (laughs) Trade Federation, (laughs) politics. Gasp as we assemble a pantheon of heroes for the Kellogg Cinematic Universe. We could get rid of Snap, Crackle, Pop. I wouldn't even miss them. You're crazy. They die in the second Act. Oh, come on! <laughs> and join us as we make fun of Matt as he struggles to name a single Beyonce song. Well, yeah, put a finger on it. Sure, she wants to be Beyonce. Put a um, finger on it. Beyonce is <laughs> the famous song. Will we break the story? Or will the story break us? Find out by joining us in the writer's room every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. La, la, la. 
Stop podcasting yourself. We don't even know anymore. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you download your podcasts. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. John Luke. I've got a nickname, Roberts. Yeah, good for you, John Luke. Well, thank you for joining us on this week's program. Uh, it's a pleasure. Yeah. Do you have any British television recommendations for us? Oh, what? Have I, well, I've been meaning to think of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if only we'd given you an opportunity, I know, John but Luke. I, t- I've, I was talking in the mid-time and listening to very well. I'm a very good listener. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I mean, Fleabag was very good. I don't think I watch much British TV because there's so much other TV to watch. What is Robbie Williams? Robbie Williams was in a band called Take That. Take That were a boy band consisting of five members until Robbie Williams left early and started a solo career. He was, as a solo artist, tried to move away from the pop thing and become a more credible rock uh, artist. Mm -hmm. Didn't really do it, but uh, did uh, write one of the... A song called Angels, which in 2005 was voted the... um, best song of the last 25 years <laughs> by the British public. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was, I've literally never heard I, I have you heard would. of I Robbie you, Williams. I, would think, I? I think if you heard it, you would think, oh yeah, 2005-ish. I feel like when Robbie Williams was trying to become an American celebrity, mm-hmm. there was talk of how he was like a self-aware... Like, like his pop stardom was also a commentary on pop stardom or something. Hmm. Yeah, he there was always an irony to it. He, and he kind of had this old fashioned like seaside uh, entertainer vibe. Oh, sure, with we, an ironic like wink to. I think Americans know there. exactly what you're talking about when okay. you say <laughs> yeah, yeah. seaside entertainer yeah, you know, vibe. You know Butlins, uh, the, <laughs> the holiday camp. No, <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> a lounge singer. You mean oh, like yeah, that, sure. like a yeah, lounge, that, like right, that yeah, kind yeah. of that, like, like the lobster from <laughs> uh, uh, from the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Actually, he's not unlike the lobster from The Little Mermaid. Got it. Yeah. I think it's a crab. Okay. Is it? Crab? No. Is it? But it's got such a long head. Yeah, is it a, a lobster or a crab or a shrimp? It could be a shrimp. It might be a shrimp. Yeah. Shrimps don't have claws, mate. <laughs> we're, talking about the, we're talking about the prince, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. Who does, who does the Little Mermaid marry in the end? Is it a shrimp, a prince, or a lobster with claws? You know what? Uh, crab. I think crab. Here's what, uh, what's important. I... I I don't know. It's called Simba, right? That's the little. That's the Lion King. No, it's the prince, the crab. Mm-hmm. It's called Simba. Yeah, From, I think so. What movie are we? Ta- are we even talking about Dumbo? Do you? Do you guys have you guys seen those billboards that say "Buzzed driving is drunk driving"? Yeah, sure. It's a popular billboard. Do you guys think it's funny if I said "Buzzed Lightyear is drunk Lightyear"? <laughs> yeah. It's funny to me. Yeah, thanks. I enjoy it, Jordan. Hinges on you having seen those billboards. Also, yeah. um, so buzzed means tipsy. Yes, yeah. Okay, so fine, I think the, these billboards are encouraging you to like, even if you've just had a few drinks, you know, or two drinks or something, and you feel a buzz, don't assume you could drive. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. Mm. 
And then I will follow up by saying, Buzz Lightyear is drunk Lightyear. Right. Anyway. I'll tell you this, Jordan. Please. I mean, uh, last night I had a migraine headache, mm-hmm. and I had taken my migraine medication, which makes me pretty spacey and loopy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've, you've podcasted with me when I was that sure, way. Sure, yeah. Um, and I was sitting there at dinner, and I think I spent half an hour trying to come up with a joke on the premise that a jazz sommelier describes the flavor notes that aren't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't come up with anything. But it, it meant something to me. And so I feel like if it means something to you, yeah, then just speak your truth, buddy. I will. Thank you. Buzzed light ear is drunk light ear. <laughs> thank you, Jordan. Yeah. Hey, Jordan. Mm. I hear you. Thank you. Yeah. I hear you I'm and- I'm feeling heard. I'm feeling heard. I hear you and I honor you. Mm. Mm. And I honor your artist. Hey, John Luke, mm. cool shoes, man. Thank you. And I'd like to just say at this point that the uh, the sharing you've just done has been beautiful to watch. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, John Luke. This is something that Americans love to do is talk, and, talk about and share our feelings. <laughs> um, everywhere from our podcasts to our deathbeds. Mm-hmm. Um, Both popular places. And what are podcasts but the deathbed <laughs> of entertainment? <laughs> deathbed of the entertainment landscape. <laughs> <laughs> John Luke can uh, well, let's say well, you know uh, whether they're American or Britons how can people get more John Luke Roberts in their life well um, well uh, I, uh, I, I have a podcast called the Tony Law Tapes where mm-hmm. I interview Tony Law about his time traveling exploits he's a Canadian comedian who lives in the UK mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, I am on Twitter as at J Luke Roberts mm-hmm and um, I'm about to perform a new one-man sh- well, in February, a week-long run of a new one-man show at the Vault Festival in London called The Dead Show, oh. where I will perform as comedy characters um, all the dead members of my family. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> wow, yeah, cool. That's, lovely. that's beautiful. Sort of yeah. like, a, like a comedy version of Pixar's Coco. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, I am. I'm seeing yeah, it, but it's that's sad, fantastic. You know, I'm then planning to do that sort of regularly through the rest of my life mm-hmm. um, as different family members die. Do you, and here's a one follow-up question that won't mean anything to folks who can't see you. Um, do you and Rob Delaney have some sort of mustache club? Ah, yeah, well, I, I um, uh, no. No. <laughs> but I do, have, similar I do have a mustache. Yeah, similar well, mustache. similar mustache, don't you? Yeah. It's, um, I, don't, I don't like a man who looks good in a mustache. It bothers me. Yeah. I'm like, hey, where do you get off? So it's basically mustache. Yeah, it looks great. Look at this John Luke Roberts over. Yeah. Look at fucking Rob Delaney. He looks great in his yeah. mustache. Remember Chris Fairbanks had that mustache? Oh, Chris Fairbanks looked fantastic. Looked great. That guy looked great in a mustache. Hey, great stash, man. Really Thank cool. You. It's hard to because with a beard, you can always kind of pass that off as just oh, it just happened. Mm-hmm. Right. People when they see you with a mustache, know you planned you've tried. it. You tried. You did. Tried. You, you tried hard. Choice. Yeah. They know that you haven't just given up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think when people see me, they think, well. That old man has stopped washing. <laughs> Pretty much. He's just he lived in the woods? <laughs> yeah. Hard to say. <laughs> I, don't I do. Know what I to say in response. I sneak yeah. into the dorms to shower oh, yeah. monthly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is on the boards for this week's program, uh, interrupting the program with not just now, we let Brian laugh. Mm-hmm. So Brian is a. Brian's appreciation of this show, God bless him, is sincere. And he laughs very loudly. Uh, and it penetrates the window in this recording studio. Mm-hmm. At this point, I think we have been coddling Brian. 
because he started applauding. <laughs> Which is not even something that people do when they're there by yeah. themselves. Like uh, applause is like that's a group activity or nothing, right? Sure, it's not a solo thing. Mm-hmm. We got to get Brian under control. Uh, MaximumFun.reddit.com. If you want to talk about it on Reddit, the Max Fun group on Facebook. There are lots of local Max Fun groups there as well. Uh, hashtag it JJGo on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne and at Jordan underscore Morris. If you want to do us a solid, review the show in Apple Podcasts. It helps people discover the show or just tell somebody about it. Just say, hey, uh, wouldn't you love to hear a podcast where people you've never heard of are talking aimlessly for over an hour. <laughs> with great guests. Yeah, with, with really, really good great guests. guests. Really great guests. From foreign countries that yeah. you're unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. Um, then, yeah, please, we we would love it if you would do that. And again, if you're doing some Christmas shopping, put this on shop.com and use that code Tuppies. Okay, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. It's Jordan Jesse. Oh, you get to introduce yourself and say a dumb nickname too. Oh. <laughs> Can you save that for our best of real time? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be our that could be our post credits for this. <laughs> <laughs>